0: Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue in the Gospel of John. Today we're going to finish up this Gospel by reading in John chapter 21, verse 15 through 25. Now, Jesus has risen from the dead, and he has appeared now three times to his disciples after his resurrection. This time, he's appeared to them uh, next to the Sea of Galilee as Peter and the disciples have gone back to what they know. They're actually out fishing through the night, and Jesus has appeared to them. Once again, another miraculous catch of fish uh, happens when Jesus tells them to cast the net out on the other side, and now Jesus has made them breakfast on the shore and the disciples have come to shore um, to eat with Jesus. It tells us then in verse 15, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon son of John, Do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Then feed my lambs. Now, one of the questions that I've always had here is, is what is Jesus talking about? Do you love me more than these? Is he pointing at the other disciples and asking if, if Peter loves Jesus more than the disciples? But as I was reading through it this time, I really um, felt stirred that Jesus is most likely, in my opinion, referencing the fish, the boat. He: Do you love me more than this, than these? this miraculous catch of fish, the thing that Peter had known his whole life, his profession, his father's profession, his grandfather's profession, the thing he had gone back to when the times got tough. Do you love me more than all of this? And Peter says, you know I do, Jesus. And he says, then feed my lambs. He gives him something to do. Verse 16, again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Then take care of my sheep. First time, feed my lambs. This time, take care of my sheep. Verse 17, The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. So remember, Peter had denied Jesus three times on the night Jesus was arrested, three times Peter had said to people, I don't know him, I'm not with him, and now Jesus three times asks Peter the very same question, do you love me? Do you love me, Peter? And Peter answers all three times, Lord, I love you, yes, I love you. And this third time he says, Lord, you know everything. You know my heart. You you know what's inside of me. And you know that I love you. And once again, Jesus responds to him by saying, Then feed my sheep. I want you to see that Jesus tells Peter that the way that Peter's going to demonstrate his love for Jesus, and it's the same for you and I today, if you're listening to this, the way we demonstrate our love for Jesus is by our actions. The Bible says that if we say we love God but hate our brother, we're a liar. What it's saying is that we show our love for God by the things that we do. And Jesus is telling Peter that if he loves him, then he needs to take care of the people that Jesus loves. He needs to care for Jesus' flock. He needs to feed Jesus's sheep. Remember, Jesus has over and over given us this analogy that he is the good shepherd, that he lays his life down for his sheep. And what he's telling Peter is, Peter, if you love me, this is what it means. You care for and love the people that I care for and love. You go and you do the very same thing that you have seen, doing. It's not about your words. A lot of people will say, we love God. We love Jesus. But it is in our actions that the truthfulness of our words are exposed. It's not just a faith of words. It's a faith of word and deed. Then something amazing happens here. Verse 18, Jesus is speaking still to Peter. Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you to where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. So remember. On the very threat that something might happen to Peter on the night Jesus was arrested, on the very threat that possibly something could happen to him, Peter denied Jesus three different times. But now, on the beach with Peter next to the Sea of Galilee, Jesus tells Peter exactly how he is going to die. He tells him he's going to stretch out his hands. He tells him that he's going to be led somewhere that he doesn't want to go. And John tells us this is Jesus telling Peter exactly, indicating to him how he was going to die, and then saying, now follow me. Verse 20, Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loves was following them. That's John, okay? That's the guy writing this gospel. He sees he's following them and it says, this was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? So this is the natural thing, right? Peter and John have been Jesus' closest friends. They're the inner core of the disciples. They have had the the most access. They've been shown the most amazing things. Peter, James and John, Okay, so Peter sees John following them. And Jesus has just told Peter how he's going to die. So he says, well, what about John? What about him? Verse 22, Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. See, this is this is really important. Jesus is saying, don't look to John. Don't look to what John has in front of him. Just trust me Follow me. And I find this is such an important lesson for you and I because we can look at the circumstances and situations in our life and we can think, Lord, why is this happening to me? Why is that person being blessed? And I am struggling so much. And Jesus' words to you and I are the same as they are to Peter. Follow me. Trust me. See, God has a plan for your life, and it's the very best plan for your life. It's not someone else's plan but God knows what he's doing. He is a good master, a good savior, a good lord. And regardless of what your circumstances or situations, you still are are responsible yourself to follow Jesus. Now, verse 23. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that this is that this disciple would never die. But Jesus did not say that this disciple would never die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? So the disciples had this thing that spread among them that John was going to live forever. But that's actually, John is telling us, that's not what Jesus said. Verse 24. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. So again, John is telling us this at the end of this gospel, I was an eyewitness to all of these things. I am telling you what I experienced and what I saw. I'm writing down my eyewitness report so that you will know that my testimony is true. And then he adds one of my favorite verses in the Bible, verse 25, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. The end of the Gospel of John ends with this beautiful statement that Jesus did far more than John wrote down or that Matthew or that Luke or that Mark wrote down. Jesus healed far more people. He preached to far more people. He cared for and loved and lived his life. But what was written down was written down so that you and I would believe. That's what John told us in the last chapter. The things that I wrote down, the Holy Spirit inspired him to write these stories so that we would have this gospel pointing us to who Jesus is, why he came to the earth, where he is, what his plan for your life and my life are so that we would know how to be saved. Jesus, thank you for this Gospel of John. Thank you that it shows us that you came into this world to save the world and not to condemn the world. Thank you that it shows us that through faith in Jesus Christ alone we're saved. Thank you that it shows us that faith means following God in our actions, not just our words. Thank you that it shows us that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we will be saved we put our faith in you and you alone, Jesus. You are our rock, our foundation, our Lord and our Savior from now and forever.